Welcome to Kiwis and Dragons, a D&D adventure from Aotearoa, New Zealand, the home of hobbits. Our intrepid party of adventurers consists of Duncan Daynut, a fighter with a heart of gold and a brain of turnip. Alright, Grandma Daynut used to say, a sharp axe is better than a sharp intellect. Undra Vermis, a drow necromancer with a fascination of death and a mystery to solve. A putsy fern in Inferno. Tish Dusklight, <clears throat> a gnome bard that sings like an angel and talks like a mugger in a dark alley. We're on a road to nowhere, come on inside. Feeling okay this morning and you know we're on a road to paradise. Here we go, here we go. And Scholb Gunvaldsen, a war cleric who lets his hammer do most of the talking. They are some markast in Greeningen. So that's like it's, it's dark before it gets light. Always. Oh, yes. like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like oh, kind of dawn. I never noticed that. Morning time. You know. Yeah. Well, sometimes it dark. it's light before it gets dark. So it sort of works both ways. Can you yeah. say that backwards? No. Oh, it doesn't okay. work like that. <laughs> well, oh. we join our group as they have made their way through the deep mine of the Stonewall Mining Company. Uh, an epic roller coaster of a uh, minecart ride, uh, minecart ride, getting them to the final destination, where the the gateway uh, leading them to uh, another realm, another space, uh, another time. Who knows? Um, stands in front of them. Our war cleric, our champion of Rowan, making his way and having a brief encounter with uh, a stone golem who sees uh, the good of Schold and allows him and his companions to pass through the portal on his journey to retrieve the, uh, what he believes to be an ancient warhammer of the god of war himself. Suddenly this blackness takes you all as you all make your way through the, the shimmering kind of vertical wall of water of the portal. You for a second lose all sense of uh, which way is up, left, right, um, stomachs rise. Um, through the kind of the, the tumultuous journey and suddenly <laughs> solid ground underneath your feet Tish as you come around and open your eyes <laughs> you look over and, and Duncan kind of three-point pose um, kind of shifting his way his head already looking around for everyone else or have I done a superhero landing absolutely oh, yeah. oh well done mate it's really cool in the center between the two of you showed standing with his warhammer to one side, upright and uh, ready. Oh. 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 oh, careful with that, yeah, warhammer's all upright. You're in a small circular rock chamber, natural rock, maybe 30 feet high, um, 50 feet in diameter. You stand in the center of a, a circle, four statues encircling you. A statue, bro. <laughs> one, one with a stone dwarf, one um, what looks like a dragon king of some sort, one an orc warrior and one a human. Um, the, the, the statue is exceptionally lime detailed. Um, pillars um, stand in between these and similar runes to those that were on the, the, the archway seem to be carved into the, uh, the hard packed stone floor as the three of you look around. Oh, that's good. All three of us are here. Um, um, but guys, 
<laughs> Where's Undra? And Undra, you find yourself opening your eyes to almost complete darkness. You can make out the dark greys of your hand as you wave it in front of your face. Uh, your dark vision giving you the most barest of, of um, kind of sense of, of kind of lights and dark shades. All very difficult, almost impossible to see. A light breeze runs through which, whatever cavern you may be in. No noise at all. No kind of chitter-chatter from Duncan or smart remark from Tish. Uh, attempt at heroism. Smart remark from Duncan is what you mean. Right, sorry, obviously. yes. Or chitter, yeah, kind of a heroic um, comments from Schold. And then a little kind of sensation on your hand. There's almost like an insect crawling over it. And then another, and then another. And then some, a similar sensation on your, on your forehead as a little kind of very light-footed crawling of an insect running across your face. You must make a perception check, please, but with disadvantage. Oh, not this again. Oh, eight. As you, you kind oh. of, uh, you, you get a sense of there's something running across your hand, a small insect of some sorts, and as you bring your hand yeah. over to kind of within view, you can see the silhouette and the darkened shape of what looks like a, um, um, a smallish spider. Two, three of them running across your hand. One on your kind of curls across your vision, another one runs over your, your feet and starts to climb up the, the kind of the thinner leggings that you wear on your cloak and robe. And then you just see a shift of movement on the floor all around you as what looks like a swarm of many spiders just moves at you quickly. Can you roll initiative, please, Undre? Just you. 14 okay. plus 4, 18. 18. You get to go first. What do you do? Ah! Say hello, my little friend! What are you doing? I get the one away from my ear. <laughs> and then um, I cast, uh, cast Dancing Lights. So what, does that, what does that do? Uh, it's just some little globes just to light up the room. I want to see if it freaks them out or makes them move away. As the, the, the globes just erupt, poof, poof, poof. The, the spiders for a second, the, the swarm that is bigger than what you uh, first um, kind of envisaged, uh, for a second starts to shift away and then just swarms and moves back as you see a, another element of it, the same swarm but just kind of dropping down from the ceiling from spider, spider webs that are engulfing the chasm. Uh, that's your go. The swarm moves in. Oh, thank you. It's going to be 12 to hit. Uh, no. As, um, as, as it covers engulfing, engulfing your arm and um, you get the sensation that these are not being friendly but yeah, unable to penetrate your armour. What do you do? Oh, it's me again. Oh, yay. Uh, I need to get out of here. Can I see anything in the light? Another way to, a place to go? Higher up, a little shelf, anything. You seem to be in a bit of a pinch point in this uh, this cavern. Um, stalactites and rock formations around you. The um, the walls are dry. There's no water of any type, and they just seem to go up for an endless distance. You can't make out any ledge at all. The the cavern opens up in like almost a, a cone-like shape in front of you. It's getting wider and wider with hidden rocks and stones of all sizes. You don't seem to be able to find any particular way out. Webbing covers 
many of these rocks and joins between them um, larger creatures. There's one particular one there that uh, looks like a, a, a half-eaten, cocooned humanoid in, in some form. And, and you see cocooned creatures of sizes and shapes just scattered throughout uh, all of the, the webbing that you can see. New year, new me! <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, how, how far down? How do you think? Are, are we down? Is it all above? Am I just, have I just... As far as you're concerned, you I are just in, appeared in this... You just have appeared in this room. None of your friends are near you or around you. So uh, it's complete behind me and I can only see forward? Correct. And it gets wider? That's correct. No light? Um, no, it kind of no fades out as, the, as the, the dancing light, the radius of it starts to fade. It just dims into darkness and blackness. Okey-dokey. All the while the spiders are moving over you, um, more and more of them coming up. Um, uh, invisibility is not going to help me. Misty Step, I have no place to, to move to, no? Well, a Misty Step will take, you can, a point and you can see is what you can move to, Misty Step. But yes, perhaps deeper into the... Uh, yeah, sure. Now ah, let's do it. So uh, how, far do you, how, do you, how far do you move? That's a bonus. Mm, cast it as a bone section. Okay, sure. Uh, 30 feet. Okay, so you pick a point and you just... Yeah. And you, you materialise this swarm, maybe one or two have come with you, you brush them off. And sensing that you're out of any immediate danger, you hear... Make a, make a wisdom saving throw. 12. You take uh, four points of psychic damage. And um, as a result of the failure, this sense of dread as you just materialise and your confidence and bravado just seems to melt away as this voice fills your head. Ah, see, as soon as you moved out of the sunlight, I could see you, my lost child. I could sense your movement and how surprised I was when your unexpected move across the realms gave me the opportunity to just pull you towards me. So, welcome. Undra. I've been so wanting to chat to you as you, you kind of feel this presence in your mind and you're just this panic, of, you're frightened. Everything about you screaming run but you just don't know where. Hello, Auntie. <laughs> oh, precious, I don't know who you think I am, but I'm a lot worse than her. And in the distance, you hear a... Like a click and a clap of large legs hitting the hard-packed stone. And a, a clicking sound off in the distance. See... To me, Undra, you are an enigma. Why did you survive? I don't know. Why did you run? Hmm. But there is something about you intrigues me. You could be fantastic if only you were to come back. So, how about you return to me? Give yourself over to the darkness. Join me and our family, and we can do great things. Uh, one thing you got wrong there is that I am fantastic. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised that you want me, really. Uh, but uh, as nice as it sounds, um, I think I'd like to join my other friends in oh, the other no. realm. But uh, You're not going I anywhere. think perhaps this is just a dream. You'll get... It just stops. What? What is happening? You feel a presence in your mind, unfamiliar, and it doesn't speak, but it is almost like it's asking you permission, but you don't know for what. No, you, you cannot have her. And you, you see in the darkness these two massive legs that maybe stand 10 feet tall, hairy, and kind of the carapace is hard as they just kind of move into the, the radius of your dancing lights. Yeah, you will not take her from me. She's mine. And a third, and a fourth, and this large, dark torso moves in. And again, this presence in your mind. Hmm. What do you do? Well, my initial thought is to just fireball everything. See what happens. Uh... Oh, I don't know what to do. This is not It's true. the voice in my head, a good voice, a bad voice. It's not, a, not such a voice, but it's just a, a pleading, a, a sense of, this is not where you are supposed to be. Yeah, I want to listen to that one. Yeah. And you just feel yourself being torn back, and as you just dissipate from where it is that you stand, you see this hulking humanoid join to this m massive torso of a spider just move forward and as it does just swallows the light coming from your your globes as they wink out and you hear this high-pitched scream of anger and frustration and then a don't worry I will get you yet and suddenly blackness <coughs> the three of you are in a cabin <sighs> what do you do oh did Undra come through with you well, I thought she was with you guys. Well, yeah. I, I ran after shot, but I dived through that silver shivery portal, and I thought she was—I uh, thought she was with you. I, I thought we were just all going together, like yeah, I'm a little worried man, now. Maybe she stayed behind. Uh, no. Oh, we look behind. Maybe she's behind one of these statues. Can we look behind these statues? Yeah, yeah. let's do that. You take that one, and I'll go over here, and you do that one. Can we have a look round to see if we can see her. Yeah. Um, you very as a, make an investigation check, but even just with a quick look around, um, you can make those. You you see no body, no under, no one hiding, no one standing anywhere. So I'll try to like shouting out again. Umbra. Let's not even bother. Um, your voice carries um, up the corridor that stands in front of you. This entranceway with this kind of stone brick arch um, seems to be man-made. Uh, leading off to, but there's not a great, there's a bit of an echo, but not a great one, not suggesting that this isn't a large cavern. Um, and what, what did you all roll? I got a 12. 12? Seven. Seven, okay. <clears throat> um, you're kind of concentrating more on the, um, you're kind of looking around for the body. Duncan, as you, you skirt around, you notice um, looking around the statues, names embossed on the, um, the plinths that they stand on, there's um, a, a multitude, There's a, the, the human, um, the name says uh, Velatanis, um, the, drac the draconic or the, um, the dragonborn looking warrior, um, Alamian, uh, Vulin, the, there's a dwarven warrior, um, 
Baramatir Onyxborn. Um, these names just carved in um, with other runes and sigils you're not aware of. Uh, the Orc, Cogna and uh, Boulderspit, um, each one of them wielding a different um, weapon, each one of them looking a warrior in their own right, um, but no wonder. Um, oh, it's a writing on these statues, but I don't know what it says, so I want to read it. You do it because you're like my bitter and if only Undra was here, she's good at this. Yeah, stuff. she's yeah. a clever one, eh? Hey? Yeah, but she she might have wandered off, but I'm gonna I read out the names out loud for yeah. her. Do they mean anything to us, the names? It's just look like names. Or what what weapons is the dwarf carrying? Um uh, the the dwarf has a two handed hammer. Um it, it no, kind of I mean, such it's a disappointment. Of, yeah. <laughs> disappointment, yeah. <laughs> So it looks like it's kind of got a, a, a ram crafted into one uh, one side of the hammer and it's kind of ornate finishing. Um, the, the draconic um, f- is wielding this kind of vicious looking meat cleaver but yeah, like double sized and um, kind of a, a lo- oversized handle with this kind of ball of spikes on the end of it. Um, the, the human, a, a long sword and a shield um, and then the, uh, the orc is just holding this kind of massive um, kind of two-handed axe, a vicious looking thing. Oh, it's a shame the dwarf hasn't got the axe. I feel a bit let down there. Um, do you think we ought to have a little look, like have a wander to see if Undra's got lost somewhere? Yeah, you she, she, might have. she might have wandered off by herself. She could have done. But that, that doesn't sound like her either. No, but she's not here, so we best have yeah. a look, I reckon. Yeah, Undra. So where do you move? Let's, that way. Let, you said there's an arch there. Yep. So, we, let's just wander through the arch and have a look. Um, the archway is uh, it's more of a kind of a decorative as opposed to supportive. It, it leads into a corridor maybe five to ten feet wide. Um, is, it, is there any light down here? Yeah, there is there is not, no. Um, there seems to be some um, light emanating from the, the four stones in the room where you were, but they fade away as you move into the uh, the darkness of the um, the tunnel and the corridor. The two of you with dark vision, um, fine. You get to see those shades and those shapes of, of darkness, greys and, um, and blacks. But... Yeah. I, I will have torch wish. Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you best get your torch out, Shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then Undra might see it and come running. Oh, yeah, she she loves your torch. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Whereabouts do you make your way? To? Uh, let's walk down the corridor, I suppose, see yeah. what we find. If you want to move the, um, the pieces down torch, there, you, you move into this day. open corridor. Um, this kind of small cavern opens out, and you can see the corridor leading on. Um, at the opposite end, it's, it's maybe kind of 40 foot wide at one point, giant stalactites and rocks um, scattered as, as Shoal moves in first, uh, his torch highlights the scattered remains of what look like um, animals, um, one like a humanoid creature of some sorts, bones um, ancient and old, um, bereft of, of any cloth or flesh or anything, um, a, a rusted sword lies by one, the other looks more like um, some form of deer or horse-like creature. Um, yeah. Oh, is it did also. Was that you, Tish? Oh, only I'm pretty good at killing horses. Uh, oh. Duncan, yeah, you know about holes and stuff. Oh, yes. So do, do, does this look like the mines, like these tunnels? Do, does, does the rock formations look similar to where we were before? Uh, not. Uh, it's kind of underground, but... N- I'm very make, good. make a make a perception make a perception I'm, re- with I'm really good with like rock things. I get something advantage on history checks to do with stone. Okay, make a history check. Right. Oh, I got a nineteen. 
Right, okay. Roll again in case you get a 20. Oh, six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> almost a 20. Um, the, the, the coloration of the stone is, is ever so slightly different, and there's a, uh, as you kind of go and get a little bit of a closer look, there you see kind of um, veins of some form of um, kind of substance, and you're not sure what it is. It doesn't look like the, um, the, the silver and the gold ores or the gems that were in the mine. This is a, it kind of twinkles and sparkles, but it, it kind of, it's just different. It's not something that you're familiar with. No, I think we're somewhere completely different, Shold. I think that teleport thing has taken us somewhere completely else because this doesn't look like the same rock. A rock doesn't change that quickly underground, in my experience. Okay. Undra. Can I have a quick look at one of the, like, the body that was human, not the dead horse? Yeah, that's the one further up. So yeah. you make your way up to there. Um, and it, it looks like a... Like a human or a, a half elf, um, so kind of about you would have gauged about six feet. It is it's humanoid as opposed to dwarf or orcish. It's not thick bones, but you're you're tracking through an area where there are no tracks. Um, these bones look like they've been here for a while. Yeah, does they look like well preserved or are they like smashed up like they've the uh, movie yourselves up there. Do you want to make a, an investigation check? Yeah. Does he have like a shiny magic ring on him or anything like that? <laughs> yeah. I'll make an investigation check. I will, because that's the strong point. Where are you going, Tish? I'm just I'm just lingering in the back where it's safe, always oh. safe. I got a three on my investigation, but I have to take two off of that, so that's a one. <laughs> oh, well done. He, he does not have a shiny, nice ring oh. on his fingers. They are stripped clean and shiny white bone. As you're investigating the, the creature down uh, in front of you, um, what's your passive perception of you? That 10 plus wisdom, isn't it? That's oh, right. What? Yeah. Uh, mine's 11. Yeah. What it, yes, what you said, 11. Ten. With 10 plus the wisdom, yeah, yeah. 11. Uh, 14. Okay. Oh, wait, passive wisdom perception, that's 17, it says here. Oh, he's so. really smart when he as you're standing investigating the body, um, uh, the, the breeze seems to just kind of like flash of air uh, along your tish. And, and you're just kind of thinking about that. And that a second ago, there wasn't a breeze in here. And it's at that point where... No. Um, does 18 hit? Yes. As a large black leather-looking winged creature oh. seems to move and you turn just as it's whipping um, from the wall where it was hidden stationary high up. And moves in to attack you. Oh. To give you an idea, it looks a little bit like that. Oh, it's so ugly and pretty at the same time. Oh. Oh, so, 18, 18 to hit, it's called a cloaker. A cloaker? Because it looks a bit like a cloak. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty It's kind cool. of uh, skin, like almost it, leathery in um, uh, kind of appearance and dark. Um, okay. 18, 18 hits? Yes. Okay, well, cool. I'm going to wear it when it's dead. I'm working on it. So that's uh, seven points of piercing damage, please. Okay. Um, and as the, as the two of you turn around, you see um, the creature, uh, it just wraps itself around these two little small claws just to attach themselves to um, Tish's upper Ooh. torso as it's wrapping itself around you. Uh, at the same time, its tail will just uh, scratch that. I'm going to say just about reach you, Duncan, 10 feet. Uh, as it's, you see the last moment, this tail just whoops around you. That's going to be a 10 to hit. 
No. And you just at the last minute How you use your axe and bat it out of the way. Can I actually I've got to do my special skipping movement to skip over it. Oh lovely. Very graceful. Let's roll initiative. Grandma three. Dana will be skipping quite a lot. She's right, like, makes you light three. on your feet. Yeah. Oh it's that plus whatever. Oh, I've started well. I've wasted all my good rolls on the rubbish that doesn't matter. Oh. That, that was a, a 21 for initiative for me. <laughs> 1702 is 19. Awesome. I know I'm in pain. <laughs> that was not good. Having to had roll. the first go, Duncan, you are up. Right. Well, I'm going to hit it with my axes because that's what I do. So I'm going to go with my necrotic axe first. Yep. I'm going to try and like, swipe its tail, see if we can sever that. Oh. Oh, that was all right. That was an 18 plus 7, so that's 25. That hits. Cool. Uh, five, six, ten damage on that one. Nice, good job. Second attack. Second attack, which should be non-necrotic. Oh, that was a 16 plus seven, so that's 23. That hits. Uh, so that's ten damage. Nice. And then the third one. Third one's the charm, I like to say. Oh, that was just a 12, so that's a 19. That hits. So that's 12 plus 4, that's another 16 damage. Ooh. So I'm going to get the three axes and I'm going to get off Titch. That's inappropriate touching. And go boom, boom, boom and smack it with my axes. So Thanks, in, in total that was... Um, A lot. So 16 plus 10 plus 10. Year 3. 10, 20, that's 36 points of damage. Well that was quite a good round. Which is me. awesome. You hear a scream as you take is it half me? of that. Oh. A damage transfer from the creature as you wail into it, and the creature <laughs> wails and screams, but so does Tish, and immediately even your understanding Duncan is, I think, that her, her too. So the creature takes half, Tish so, takes the other half. So you take eight, uh, we'll say 36. Yeah. So you take 18 points of damage. Cool. That's the Ooh. best round of damage I've ever done, Tish, I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm proud of you. What? 18. Okay, I just gotta do counting. Just I'm not dead though! But that was sucking motor. Tish up. Uh, Sorry, Tish. So uh, I'll just come back to that. Because <laughs> I can't think. Because <laughs> I'm in pain. Um, you are, you're not technically you just attach, this creature is attached to you and it will get advantage on attacks against you. You can use your action to try and get away from the creature or you can do something else. By, by but you're, you're not technically grappled. <laughs> so it's just like holding on a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it's kind of wrapping itself around you. Oh, everyone loves a cuddle. Um, shivers my timbers. And if I blast it because I'm touching it, it'll hurt me like an electric shock. Give that impression, maybe. Okay, how do I wiggle out of it? You can make a strength check against oh, cool. the DC to see if you can kind of strength. get yourself off of it. Strengthy strength is that. Mm. Can't just use an action to disengage, no shot, do a strength check. And, uh, creature now included, she has to take an action to detach the cloaker by succeeding on a strength check. Mm. So Only if you have something that will give you an advantage. Like inspiration or something. Oh, like, I don't know, like something. Like my greenstone. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. So I'm holding my greenstone. I'd like to play my greenstone at this time. <laughs> and I'm going to throw my big so, dice. Yeah, and roll it twice and take the highest. Oh, twice. Okay, well, that time is 11, which would be 
12 or that time. Ooh. The second time was 18 and one is that, 19. That'll do it. The DC was 16. Oh. So go, go the stones. All right, so wiggle and, out. Yeah, how'd you do that? Oh, I just threw my arms in the air and wiggle it down like I'm having a Saturday night party in the tavern. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. Just bump and grind out of there real quick. For a second, the creature just kind of wiggles with you. Like, <laughs> like I'm sliding down a banister of happiness. But this isn't happy because it's a cloaker. Can I do anything when I hit the yeah, ground? That was, your action. that was your action. You've got a bonus action. Okay, which means you can do anything in your repertoire? That says bonus action, or you can, like, uh, inspiration, or cast a spell that says bonus action, or a cantrip, but... Oh, you want them to be, like, specific. Can I just turn around and blast it? Uh, no. No, not really. It's got to be a bonus action spell. Oh, like a... Uh, like cut it with no. no. It's got to be something that's a bonus action. So if you've got like any of your spells that are bonus action, you can cast them. <coughs> or oh, you could do your inspiration. Hang on a minute, then. <laughs> oh, I'll just carry on without me. I'll be here a year. I you yeah, know I'm not good with this part of it, guys. It's, you can inspire one of your, your, your friends if you want. That's something you can do with a bonus action. Yeah. Can I inspire her to come back? Oh, it's not good like this. <laughs> Um, yeah, who's up close to us? Well, you can see that one, and you can see that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I pointed to Shoal and Duncan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and this one is coming at you with a torch. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Good luck with that. Uh, no. I'm going to do my own sums. Good luck while you're at it. Go. That's mean, eh? You know, I'll just hold height. Hold height. Done. Right. It's go. Um, from the damage taken by you, Duncan, and you releasing Tish, it just kind of moves back ever so slightly. You do get an attack of opportunities, it kind of just, like, as it just kind of flies back maybe 10 feet. Roll if you want to attack with your, whatever, it's moved out of your range. Oh so, really? Yep, so if you want to attack it. So I can do. just burg it with my circular blasting? Uh, oh, no, it's it has to be a melee attack. attack. So oh, your like rapier. It. Oh yeah, cool, let's stab at it with a rapier. Roll your attack. <sighs> That's the big That's one. That's the big one. Hello, big one. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, plus six. <laughs> Ten. Oh, not quite, unfortunately, <laughs> no. Um, and as you do see I, do, it move back... Do I get... I, I I've got the little arms. Range. Yep, absolutely. I've got oh, a little yeah. arms. Oh, I've got a six as well, but that goes to a... Thirteen. That just misses. Oh, noodles! Oh. And as it moves out of range, suddenly it just... And then... Well, there was one, there now three. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, stink buzz. That is his action. Show. you are. Right, I will. Cool move towards it waving my torch in the air and like trying to like because I'm, I'm guessing they're afraid of fire because they're cloaks cloaks are afraid to burn uh-huh. yeah so, so i'm gonna try and like get them to move away okay which one are you going toward uh the right one can you roll a d20 for me i can in i can indeed that is a 13. Do I add anything? Nope. Okay, so you head towards the right one, yep. the, the, the three, yep. waving your torch. You try yep. and just wave it in front of it? You, yeah, I'm going to try and like... Uh, poke it? Poke it with it, like burn, burn it with the... Like yeah, burn you, it. As you, as you, you can, poke it with your torch, shoulder. That's what you're done Do you want to roll a... As you're going to attack it, roll a d20 and just add your strength modifier. Yes. Right, uh, that's an 11 plus 2, so that's 13. That just misses. As you wave past, the creature just oh. seems to float and move out oh, yeah. of the way. It's afraid of me. Yeah. Uh, uh. Uh, and there are still three of them. Duncan, you're up. Right. I'm going to try and hit it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, roll a D. Uh, you got to hit one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, roll a D20, please. 17. Okay. Uh, you run into one and attack. Roll your dice. Uh, that's a 14. That just hits. 
Cool. Is it a real one? It takes how much damage? Uh, eight, nine, thirteen damage. It does take damage and it stays there, suggesting that this one is real. Right, I'm going to hit it again then. Oh no, that was a natural one, but luckily that wasn't my necrotic act, so I don't actually damage myself on that one. So I go to swing, but uh, I'm confused myself by the other two, and I'm just thinking, is that the real one or was it not? And I just pull me, pull me axe a little bit and I don't quite hit it. No, fantastic, and your last attack. But I'm fully committed on this one. This one's going hard. And it's fair to say, you see Duncan attacking this one and it taking damage. That's a 23. That'll hit. And that's been the necrotic again. Uh, so that's another 10 damage. Nice, okay. Not as good as the round when I smacked Tish, but you know, still <laughs> yeah, quite no, good. It's pretty good. But um, and yeah, you see, and you, and you just kind of wail into it, and Tish, you see that Duncan's um, kind of connecting with this one, shoulders, fighting uh, a different one, waving his torch in front of it. Uh, what do you do? How close to me is the other one? Uh, they're all pretty much within like 10 feet, so oh, a little neat. bit of movement. So. Cool. Can I just. Yeah, I'm confused, but I'm happy. I'd like to hit one of them with the cloud of daggers. Okay, which one do you want to hit? That one. The one in... F- oh, I so want to say the one in front of me. No, but no. you'll get me as well, won't you? Oh. No, because it's not attached to you. Yeah. Has to be it. It was because it was attached to No, tish. no, but the cloud of daggers is like five foot oh, radius or something. Yeah, so oh. yeah it's a radius. Oh, I'm not casting that then. I'll cast some. You made that mistake the last game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is mistake? Yeah. <laughs> you should learn from your mistakes, Duncan. Because <laughs> you make should. a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't like any of those. Um, so, how. Um, um, I'll just work out my light cross. Oh no, I should give them some inspiration. No. Rapier it. Rapier. Rapier it. So which oh. one are, which one are you attacking specifically? You've got one with Trolled, one with Duncan, and there's another one. There's one right in front of me, isn't there? Yeah, which is one that's not being attacked by anything. And what's it doing? Nothing, it's just hanging there at the minute looking very menacing. And they're all real. As far as you are aware, yeah. Cool. Duncan's been attacking one and it's been taking damage. Yeah, can I can I, how do you move and attack? Am I allowed to do that? You just move up towards one and Yeah, I like to move up to the one in front of Duncan and have a go at it with my rapier. So the one Duncan's sitting? Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. yeah. Roll your attack. <sighs> Ooh. Um, and plus that is it, hold on fingers, 22. That hits, roll your damage. Um, which is a d8. <clears throat> is that the, oh, that's the cool looking one, plus three. Eight. Eight points of damage, nice. Thanks guys. Oh, Bonus thanks. action for anything at all or inspiration to anyone or Well no one's really hurt but me. Okay. Um I'll just I'll just uh I'll just hold off. Okay, cool. I know I'm selfish. It, it's go. Um the one in front of you, Duncan, the, the creature just starts to moan and all three of you feel this kind of like alien noise in your head as it wails out that an an intelligible kind of Noise. Can I have all three of you please make a wisdom saving throw? Yeah, my favourite. Might <laughs> <laughs> uh, might might be okay because it's my good one. Sixteen. Okay. And you as well, Tish. Or at least it's not intelligence. Oh, that was good. Did you throw it once and add yeah. the wisdom? Eighteen. Yeah. Oh, I got a natural 20. Okay, all of you save. As, as you feel that all three of you simultaneously, for that alien kind of noise, that moan, kind of a bit of panic and fear just seems to creep in and then you kind of look around to see your, your, your kind of fellows there 
uh, albeit missing one for the moment, and res resolve kicks in, and you just um, you fight off the effects of being frightened. That's uh, it's go. Um, Shold, you are up. Yes. Shold poked it with his torch, and it started moaning. What are you doing, Bob? Yeah, yeah I'm going to use my torch to like have it at bay, and then I'm going to use my hammer and smack it real good. So give, yeah, give you advantage on that as you kind of use your torch to just distract it. Yeah. Real so good. Roll, roll twice. Right, I will take the 19 on the dice, okay. so that's going to be a 24. As the, 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 the attack connects, it whips through the creature and it just, <clears throat> just, just dissipates. Just disappears completely right. in front of it. A yeah. phantasmal effect of some oh. sort. Well done, Shoal, you killed that one. Yes, Rowan is strong and I'm going to throw a heal on Tish as my bonus action. Okay, cool. Such a cool free Duncan, you're on deck. Right. Start as you mean to go, and I'm just going to keep hitting it. Yeah. Right. You get seven hit points back. So I'm going to like go quite low with my necrotic axe. I'm going to like cut right across its midriff if it has such a thing mm -hmm. with a twenty. That hits. Obviously the same one that I've been fighting, and yep. that's twelve damage. Nice. Right. You're going to be doing a bit more moaning now. Oh, that was a natural 20. Oh, nice. So, you're in big trouble now. Uh, that was 10. <laughs> yep. Last sack. Oh, that wasn't so good. That was a 13. What did you roll for the natural 20? Like a 1 or a 2? Yeah, I rolled a 6 <laughs> and a 1, which wasn't brilliant, really. Oh, I think I rolled the wrong dice, did I? Oh, I did roll the wrong dice, don't matter. No, no, it does. Maybe, maybe it does. So, what did you roll on that last attack? Uh, so... I rolled a 6 and a 1, so do you want me to roll 2d8, d so 2d6 for the damage? Yeah. It's probably going to be less now. 5, 8, uh, so that would have been... And you doubled actually... the dice on the natural 20. Oh yeah, no, I, that's what I did. I rolled right. it twice, that would have been 11 actually. And you didn't hit with the last attack? No, I missed with the last one. Okay, you, you kind of like attack and, and slash with its axes, it's looking pretty beat up and bloodied now, and, <clears> and the <throat> creature almost, you get the sense it's... Uh, the head on top of the, the is looking around for a way and it looks up as if suggesting it's going to try and fly up Tish you're up what do you do? Go on finish it Tish yes with my, rapier is pretty handy and standard I'm going to have a crack at it with my rapier go for it what's that? What was nine. nine plus that's eleven oh no, no I looked at the wrong thing what am I doing? plus six sorry nine Fifteen. That hits. A lot of fingers. A lot of fingers. And then D eight, so which D8 is plus my three. pretty one, which I just had in my hand, and then I put it down somewhere. Why must I put it down? Oh, the blue one. Oh. Oh, seven. Seven. How do I do this? Oh. Um. I, I, I want to like step forward and into its whatever its belly it is and just rip it up. I'm very angry. You are, and that's exactly what you do. It's kind of like this kind of uh, dark black-like um, kind of uh, liquid just gushes out of this light, softer torso at the front of the creature, just kind of all over the, the the floor of where you are, and the leather wings just crumple down in this heap as silence just kind of fills the cabin, except for the the heavy breathing of the three of you. Um, well done, defeated the cloaker. But still, oh. miss, still missing under. Nice work, Tish. Well done. Shaul, just wave your torch about to see if there's any more. Can we yeah, just check to see I'll if there's do. any more? I'm, I'm going to check all the like nooks and crevices. Yeah, make a perception check with advantage. <laughs> with on the, yeah. the death, uh, as you kill this one, the, the third one, 
just disappears. The, the kind of the the image, the uh, phantasmal image, just kind of winks out. Twenty five. Yep, um, you're kind of specifically looking for that kind of leatheriness of the wings yeah. and you can't see anything, um, you've nothing else in the cavern here. Um, and actually as you're looking around you see the, um, the entrance way up as you move up there, um, a, a light coming out and slowly just kind of filling a, a small little kind of bend and turn in the end of the cavern suggesting that there's some form of light. Oh guys, there's, there, there's something glowing over here. There's light at the end of the tunnel. That's what Grandma Dana always used to say. Well, let's go into the light. <laughs> <laughs> she, she quite often said you ought to stay away from the light as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, we probably should go that way. Did you this want to cut some big, wings? Yeah, well, I was just wondering about that. How big is this light base? Oh, uh, I suppose maybe got a wingspan of about six to eight foot. Could I make some sort of nice sort of cloak out of it? Mm, you, um... As you're handling it and looking at it, it's it's quite tough and it's like an animal skin. Um, you could do, but I mean, it, it would probably feel it would need to be done by a, a professional of some sort. What are you trying to say? <laughs> that you're not naturally a cloakmaker? Well, you can probably make a hang glider out of it. Oh yeah, I think it might be useful. Can I just carry it with me for a bit? Uh, yep, absolutely. Um, what I'm going to say is if you want to carry it for an extended period of time, it's going to take a little bit of effort and it might possibly start to slow you down because you're lugging a month, you're basically lugging a, like a monster around with you, a dead animal. All right. But you can take it definitely to the end of the cavern if you I wish. I would carry it for a bit until I get bored. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or just quickly trim it you, out with a knife. You know? uh, looking around and making your way out, you make your way to this kind of the corner and, and veer around the, the cavern pathway opening up getting wider you see a platform a ledge it's at the end of the um, the entranceway you make your way onto the platform this massive vista opens up in front of you it's you're looking out almost over the precipice of um, a land it's green pastures trees there's bodies of waters and lakes there's ranges and mountains just moving off into the distance past where your eyes can see all the while these large stone walls just build up on either side, almost encasing this in some form of world within a room. There's no ceiling to this cavern, this, uh, this place, but instead a, a swirling miasma of, of stars and clouds and flashing lights um, not ominous, but just yeah, beautiful. Like cheerful and stuff. Yeah, not cheerful, but a, a, like a kind of a rolling mo- a mix of, of light and sparkles and darkness and clouds. As far as you can see, this is what makes up the ceiling of this chasm, uh, this uh, cavern. Um, the stone walls reach up and go through whatever this ceiling is made out of. And again, your eyes are drawn. As you can see in front of you, a pathway leading down the rock face, maybe about a hundred foot um, stairs and paths, just kind of cutting back on themselves as they reach the, uh, the floor of the land below. Green grass and pasture, rolling hills moving off directly in front of you. You see a range of hills um, off in the distance at a guess, maybe four hours away by, uh, by, by foot. Past this, in the distance, the shimmering of what you can only imagine to be a body of water, huge, spanning from one side of the, um, the world to the other. Fishies. 
it's, no, it's not no, like no. it's not no, like no, you're no. looking into a, a large room. You're looking at a um, you could be on top of one of the mountain ranges, looking at the vista of the valley below you. This just happens to be inside. So a, it's like an entire kingdom that's walled in. Can I just have everyone make a, um, a perception check uh, as you're looking out over this vista? Uh, 26. 22. I, really, I don't think we need to talk about it. Okay. I think it's I like can eight. see my house from here. As you're just, um, <laughs> sure. you're questioning, you're questioning the beauty of the the rolling lights. As the two of you actually see a a burst off in the distance, um, just past the first range of rolling hills, a, um, a kind of a flash ever so briefly, almost, um, you, you second guess if you saw it, a uh, flash of white, and then it's gone. It just stands out. Um. Can I sort of make a note in my mind where it is so that I can get to that point? Absolutely, yeah. What would you like to do? Well, I think there's two things we need to do. First of all, I want to try and throw this great big beast off to see if I can make it glide down into the valley. <laughs> Cool. The the flash was it like someone signalling with a mirror or bigger? It was very. It was. Uh, it would be bigger than that. Okay. Um, you get the sense that it was possibly something arcane or magical. Oh. Uh, yeah. So how, describe how you want to do that, Frank. Right. Well, I'm gonna like. Maybe you could help me, Tish. Could you get one wing? Yeah. And I'll get yeah. the other one. Yeah. And then we'll like run, run up to the edge and, and throw it. Yeah. Oops. So you're not holding on to it as you throw it off the cliff? Oh no, I'm not going with it. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't be silly, I'm not, team! I'm not hanging on it's now. dangerous. Um, and as the two of you launch this thing off, it just propels off, and for a split second you're, you're joyous as it holds, as a, 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 a kind of a little draft of hot air just lifts it up, and then the wings, without that tension and muscle and um, kind of brain to hold them out, just collapsing on themselves, and the thing starts to plummet like a stone. Oh, look at that. And you uh -huh. watch. One, two, and the thing just cracks onto the floor below. Wonder would want to, you know. Yeah. Does it splatter quite impressively? Uh, there's a good, there's a good amount of splat. Oh, I preferred it if it would have fly, but that was still quite fun. I that think, was he heaps yeah. of fun. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Under order like that, I, I'm, I'm yeah. slightly vexed. Well, what they use that word for? I don't even know what it means. It's very grown up for you. <laughs> it was. I'm slightly worried that. Um, yeah, I like my, I've she? got a couple of words for that. It's. Up some soul and near some pancock gun. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. that's more complicated than vexed. Yeah. Um, I'm worried about Undra. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Do, do we wait for it or should we try? Yeah, like it's. Like, I thought I saw some, some like, arcane lights down there, something. But I don't know if it should go from here. If she went through the portal with her, she should have been here. Yeah. Should we? Do you think we should leave a note? Can you write? Who can write? Oh, yeah, I can who write. Can write? Could, maybe we could pop back to that like portal, and I've got some chalk. Could you chalk a message like yeah. on the floor for us? Yeah, we, like we've got it. We've got ahead. We went that way. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that. Can we yeah. do that? You can do that, and you do that absolutely. Um, and then you leave a note. And what do you want to do after that? I guess head down the mountain, I suppose. Yeah. Towards the shiny thing that you guys keep talking about that I didn't see because yeah. I'm little. Is that your kind of heading and destination? I, I guess, well, you know, we either sit about here and wait for her, yeah. which we don't know where she is, or we just crack on. It could be a tavern with pie. Oh, let's head on then. Yeah. So you head on. It's what she'd want. <laughs> Heck yeah. You make your way down the um, 
the cliff face, the stairs, pathways um, into the plateau below and it doesn't take long um, and start heading. Uh, the, the grasslands flat um, and, and relatively lush and rolling and, and you head towards that range of hills. Maybe and, and also like I've, ever so often we're gonna, I'm gonna shout out for her like you do that, and, and on one keep particular an occasion, yeah. you do that, and um, a something pokes up from some long grass in the distance, and it looks like a deer, oh, um, but a very strange deer in that it's got this coat of beautiful kind of deep forest green, and its mm. antlers are a kind of a it's a six pointer, and they're in, or a stag, and it's entwined with ivy, which seems to be growing out of the creature, and as it kind of like looks at you, and the noise startling it, it runs off on six legs, not four. And bounds off into the distance, moving into a oh, we forest on the dip, yeah, no, on the. Oh, that's a lot of food it. if it's got six legs. It's heaps yeah, each. And walking along the oh, flowers. I must have seen a different one. It only had three. The one I saw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably yeah. saw it. So the flowers. Might have three on each side. Oh yeah, saw a total of three. Yeah. <laughs> the vegetation and the flowers here seem different as well. There's no sun in the sky, but the colours are all sorts of shades and palettes that you're not uh, not familiar with. And is you the can't water quite... safe to drink out of the lake if they got thirsty? Yeah. Yeah. That's um, not. But the the good. journey the journey taking a couple of hours, maybe three, four. Um, did you take the monster with you? No, no. It's all splattered. We splattered it. You make your way and. For a split second, you, you get to that first range of rolling hills um, and you make your way up. Um, it takes a, a, about an hour to climb and move away. And as you're about to cr um, crest the, the peak, you turn around and for the first time you will see, looking back, the, the rock face you came out of. It seems to be the end of this cavern. It's like a massive wall stretching from end to end. And the massive feature of the wall is this 100 foot high statue, which you only now have really seen. A um, what looks like a giant of a man. Um, he seems to be stretching out one arm to one side, holding up the the wall, the rock face, just above where you exited, and you can see the stairs just kind of coming down. Quick sketch. On the other side, um, a hand resting on this massive war hammer that stretches like near 60 feet down to the ground. Um, the, the, the the distance of the hammer itself maybe uh, 25 feet, 30 feet. Like, you don't know. You can't fathom a guess, no. but. It's just this huge structure built in by some, you don't know who would have built this structure into the, the cliff face. Do we recognise it as Rowan, a depiction of Rowan? There's no discerning features to it. Um, there's been many depictions of Rowan in your, in your life, but um, yeah, this is... Judge him by that hammer, like he, he's, yeah. he's, a, he's Rowan. And, and turning round... Rowan loves a big hammer. Yeah. You also spot a little trail of smoke coming <clears> from <throat> what looks like a small hut just a, a wee's way away, maybe 10 minutes walk, nestled in on the other side of the range. Um, the, the smoke faint and light, but you can perceive it coming from this place. What do you reckon? Should we go, go to the hut? Yeah, yeah but you, carefully. There might, there, might, there might be a pub. Yeah, but keep an eye out as we go for weird stuff. I hope it is a pub, because mm. like, if this is to do with Rowan, I reckon that would be the best pub in the world, oh, the one that wow. Rowan did. Yeah. It would be like all fighting and drinking, it would be brilliant. Unfortunately, not a pub. And you get closer. Oh, a very simple abode. Dear, you've let me down a bit there. Oh no, I'm sorry. A simple house. Quite large. Um, for you it would be the size of a, a large inn. But you, you, you kind of get that size and that confusion. But it is just a simple house. A small fence. Um, some livestock outside. The livestock as you move towards it seem to be a, li a little bit larger than normal. There's a couple of cows and so on. But 
at least twice their size. Vegetables growing in a, a small paddock um, as you're moving towards the house, pumpkins the size of a, a cart. Um, you, you see strange fruits that are, you, you can't possibly imagine what they are, uh, and their size, they're, they're bigger than your circumference of your hands wide. You so see, everything's a bit bigger. Everything's a bit bigger, and you see sitting on a... Is um, it America? <laughs> you see sitting on a, um, a bench made out of a fallen trunk. Um, next to the bench there's a, a stump of an old tree with a, a, a huge axe um, just kind of wedged in, lumps of firewood uh, just cleft on the side, rings of a whole tree broken in half, seeming to be feeding this newly lit fire and flame um, with some form of animal on a spit over the top of it. A, uh, a grey mottled skin, half looks like a half giant, looks over at you. Very strange um, in that none of you have ever seen a giant with glasses on before and as he looks over at you he puts down this massive tomb which um, would be yeah the size of a table he folds it down and he looks over to you with this interesting look good day visitors I've never had visitors well I have but not for a long time oh that's a shame hello hello please tell Hi. me please tell me you've bought books I do love to read uh -oh. oh. And where are my manners? But not stands up, stands up and as he stretches out you hear this kind of crack of a back muscle and a spine. He's, my name is Manuk. And he steps forward. Because he towers uh, above all of you. Yeah, bigger than an ogre, not quite the height of a hill giant. Cool. And he looks down and goes, welcome. And he goes, wait, how long have you been here? You're not of this world. No, we just came through a magic portal. But we lost someone. Have you seen like a strange looking like blue elf come past? Like really, really, really tall. <laughs> Very tall. Yeah. Quite odd. Sometimes grumpy. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I go not... quite often grumpy. And yeah. he's talking to him, he just turns and ducks into his home and then comes out a split second later. And he's uh, carrying this kind of um, this table, but without legs. And on it is a mixture of old tattered clothes. And as he brings it out very carefully and puts it down, you can see the the, the unconscious form of Undra. Um, <gasps> lots of tiny bites all over her, uh, very pallid in colour, unmoving. Um, is this who you have lost, Undra? Yes. No, the one we wanted was alive. <laughs> And with that, what? we will hold it there. Oh, oh this is cool. Thank you everyone for joining us um, oh. as we kind of start on this final leg of this first section um, of this campaign. Sorry for making you sit out of that much of that. Um, <laughs> I thought it was one of your best games, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely got a lot more done. <laughs> <laughs> that's but um, yeah, don't forget, follow us on um, Instagram, on kiwisanddragons.com, on the webpage. Um, Gareth, take over. And you oh, on Facebook, uh, Kiwis and Dragons on Facebook, and on our YouTube channel, which I'm putting most of the videos up, but I'm a bit behind, but I'll try and get those up to date. So yeah, check us out. Um, if you're enjoying the podcast, please tell people, because we want more people listening. So spread the word. Yes. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye -bye. Thank you.